This is Katie and Kate Carbondale, Community Access Radio, Glenwood Springs, Carbondale, the Roaring Fork Valley, and beyond. You're listening to Geekspeak. Support for Katie and Kate comes from Louis the Computer Guy, providing PC and Mac repair and networking support, tutoring, and web design. Secure, informed, and connected, 970-948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McGrath from Roaring Fork Help Desk in studio with Louis the Computer Guy and Modern Marty. Hanging out. Hanging out. How you doing, Matt? Doing good. Good. It's a Monday. How has uh, artificial intelligence helped you, helped you in the last week? Well, apparently, Louis, some guy tricked uh, his chat GBT into generating Windows 95 keys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's only 20 years late. But, well, but yeah. other than that, well, yeah. I, 30. Anyone can make a Windows 95 key, but they got chat yeah. GPT to do it. So that was their okay. exercise that period yeah. would work. And, and the keys work? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah. There was like... Some of them work, some of them don't. But, it seems uh, like you'd have to feed ChatGPT some information ahead of time. Yeah. You know, well, know it didn't the, want them to do it at first because it was coding. Is. I guess basically they don't want to code, although I think what? some... Well, I've heard people are using it to do Python and other things, so... Well, yeah, I mean, my son-in-law, um, a professional programmer, was just telling me about how he shortened a task, a three-hour task, into a 22-minute... Chat GPT, you know, he's basically went in and said, hey, you know, this is what I've got going on, and I need you to write some code to bridge the gap between this module and this module, and boom, spit it out. Yeah. And he said he had to tweak a couple of things, a couple of variables, but other than that, it was... There's all in yeah. kinds of interesting uh, ramifications and uh, yeah. results from Chat GPT. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I don't know if you guys have heard this or not, and this is not I'm, – I'm not veering off into the political part of this story, but um, it has been um, speculated. I guess uh, Ivanka Trump came out with a, uh, a statement, you know, just a general statement about what's going on with her dad right now and so on and so forth. And um, the takeaway from it, you know, basically somebody said that – had to be written by chat GPT <laughs> because it was so, it was so generic, you know, it, it was like so apolitical. So, um, didn't really take a stand on anything, you know, it didn't, didn't say witch hunt, <laughs> didn't use the word witch hunt. Um, and it just basically was this very, um, you know, very even keeled yet generic, statement and um so it was basically somebody said yeah it sounds like sounds like a computer with no emotions wrote that you know and uh so and and then transitioning straight out of that i'm reading a story here um about a uh student over in england who got a parking ticket and she had chat gpt write her um appeal um statement to the judge and one, wow! And um, so it basically saved her a sixty pound, which is uh, I think about ninety bucks. American. Well, they say one of the ramifications is they may replace lawyers. All these lawyer, mm-hmm. all these legal things you have to do could be done uh-huh. with ChatGPT, perhaps. You know, I have some lawyers that I really like. I don't want that to happen to them. Mm. But <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, that's uh, that's me coming straight out of the shoot, hot on the ChatGPT stuff. Um, and um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's worth uh, getting in there. And 
I guess it'll write songs for you. You can get it to write songs. It's, the cake uh, is a lie. Yeah, is that? Oh. It, no, it's a uh, the AI that's trying to kill you in uh, in uh, Portal, which is a, a a video game. Oh, okay. Uh, so they have you go through all these tasks and puzzle solving, uh-huh. and at the very end, they tell you that the, okay, you've completed this, and there's a cake. Okay. And but then the you go into the they try to put you into basically a giant pit of fire, and of course you're able to escape. And the, then the the rest of the the continuance of the thing is uh, the cake is a lie. Okay, got it. For a homicidal AI to that's coming after you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a homicidal AI to come after me. No, so. I'll pass on that one. Thank you. So you're listening to Geek Speak nine seven zero nine six three two nine seven six is our number. This is a call in show. Um, if you call in with your, um, tech problems, we will try to answer your questions and, um, you will probably spare yourself from a bunch of really esoteric nerdiness. Um, if you, you know, basically, you know, try to keep, keep us between the lines, you know, it's like, keep us something similar, simple, like, is this the right cable for the job or, uh, why is my printer spitting out? 50,000 pages of with just ink, like Rorschach ink blots on it. So, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Louie, as we approach our 40th anniversary, uh, we'll give the listeners a little history of Geek Speak. I think, it, isn't this the longest running public affairs show, or I might be wrong? Well, it, that is a contentious matter, um, but let, let's put it this way. I, I don't know of anybody who's willing to, like, like, insert themselves and say, no, my show's been around longer. So... So we'll we'll just yeah let's just say you're listening to the <laughs> longest running show on KDNK, um, and uh, so yeah uh, let's see I've been doing the show for seventeen or eighteen years I think something like that despite my best efforts at trying I tried to escape a couple times but uh, <laughs> had no luck <laughs> with that. And, um, yeah, the show, uh, I may get this wrong a little bit, but, uh, originally started, uh, it was the brainchild of, um, of Mark Burroughs. Oh, uh, shout out to the Coco club. Shout, uh, big shout out. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, however, I want to say that, uh, there was some initial brainstorming between Steve Skinner and I, um, about doing a tech show, um, type of thing. And we wanted to kind of fashion it after, um, after car talk was our thing. And, um, so, and we decided that, uh, you know, on car talk, they have click and clack or had click and clack rest his soul. Um, and we decided that it would be click and drag. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Instead. And, uh, but then, you know, with Steve Skinner, as things are oft to do things quickly, uh, what would you call it? Digressed into a conversation about who got to dress in women's clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for that's, the show. That's and, the way it is with the chief. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and uh, I, why I decided to take that one on, why, why I decided to fight him on that, I, I guess I just did it just because just I could, you know. Yes. There you go. It's, um, so I know he's got a much better wardrobe than I do when it comes to that. Absolutely. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was uh, like one of the first little brainchilds of it. But then Mark Burroughs came along and um, – I forget who was the Mark's original co-host. It wasn't Neil that, Pollock, I don't think. 
I don't. A little ways into it, Neil Pollock came along, and uh, it kind of became uh, Mark was the Mac guy and Neil was the PC guy um, type of thing. And um, so, uh, and then at a certain point, um, Steve took it over. Steve and I took it over. I believe was mm-hmm. kind of the way it went. Steve, Donna Dalton, and I took it over, mm-hmm. and then um, I think we brought Matt into the fold. Right? You yep. were. You were like the fourth. <laughs> Maybe Donna will call in and clarify. So. Yeah. I should text her and ask her to do that. Yeah. You're on with the geeks. That was a guy named Louie. It was? Yeah. It was Louie and Mark, because I used to get on there when I had my business there, but I moved away. Oh, okay. Well, so it was another Louie? <laughs> yeah, there was another Louie. Really? <laughs> I, I didn't know there so. was I didn't know there was one. <laughs> I always thought that you might be him, but then he's an older guy, so I don't think so. Yeah. No. Well, I actually appeared um, on the show uh, incognito um, fairly early on, uh, back in the the Mark and Neil days, and I was a mystery hacker uh, on, under the— Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. It was Captain Father Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You exactly. just corrected me. All right. That was the original group. All good. So, yep. well, hey, thanks for weighing in, and uh, and thank you for listening. Continue hey, to I listen, always so. listen to you guys, even if I'm in San Diego. All right. Good. <laughs> Shout out to Bye-bye. San Diego, in the house. <laughs> in Take the care. house. Getting ready to win a game. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Always good to crowdsource Katie and K history. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Thank you for teasing that. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I uh, I appeared as a mystery hacker under the name R Factor. That was my uh, that was my hacker name, and nice. I, I did divulge my actual um, identity at the end of the interview. But I I was disguising my voice and everything, you know, and doing all that stuff that you know dark shadowy figures do. So anyway, um, what's going on? Uh, so you guys were like trying to dehack your pixel uh, your pixel phone. Uh, has it been done? Yeah, apparently the you know, updates were yeah. automatic. But, you know, okay. I get in my Google feed, all this stuff about a really dangerous mm-hmm. hack and Samsung yeah. phones and there's some Exonus modem that was yeah. causing it all. But my phone was actually, well, apparently, you, was fine. So you need to educate our listeners. I mean, we've got some, I'm sure we have some Pixel users out there who. Well, um, Matt uh, and I did a deep dive and it looked like you just need to do the updates. Oh, okay. To fix this hack. Once but again, just do the updates, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, the update wasn't out when mm-hmm. they first warned you. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, got another you're, call. You're on with the geeks. Louie, don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> you you and Matt are great. Oh, thank you. You and Matt are great. All right. Hey, it's Peter Bach. How are you doing? Good, Peter. How are you, buddy? Doing excellent. But listen, my iPhone 8, it's just not holding a charge. So I'm debating. I was trying to hold off to the iPhone 15 because I think Matt said couple shows ago it would have the seaport but i think i'm gonna have to bite the dust or tell me what to do get an iphone 14 <laughs> yeah the first thing i was going to say when you were complaining about your iphone 8 was i was going to say you realize they're up to 14 right <laughs> oh yeah yeah and i heard that the next operating system we won't be able to upgrade on the 8 so yeah oh got it and i heard yeah. the the new uh every time they upgrade a operating system it takes more battery more strength to do it so it's that gets really complicated, but um, you know, basically, uh, batteries degrade over time, 
And then depending on exactly what features they decide to add for that particular operating system upgrade, uh, it will it will change the power requirements of the phone. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and I would say typically that's probably true where, you know, unless they're like touting that they've in- significantly increased the standby time of the phone, probably each upgrade is going to require a little bit more battery, particularly from an older phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, like, unless like one of the things they're like, "Hey, we really worked on you know making sure that the standby time's as good as possible, or the you know whatever background items are that are sucking your battery all the time are more efficient or something." Unless they spend time and and do that as a marketing point for the upgrade, uh, I would say that's probably correct. Okay. Do you know is there going to be anything big outside of the seat ports for the fifteen versus the fourteen? I mean, I'm kind of. You know, the only thing I, I'll just say the only thing I've really heard uh, is they're not like they're they're changing it over the seaport because the European Union is forcing them to, but it may not ah. have all of the uh, features available. So it sounds like it might be oh. a little you know it'll be it'll be USB C, but there might be it'll be iPhone Lite. Yeah. So they're so oh. at least that's what they're talking about on the article I read. Um, uh-huh. That was a couple weeks ago. And obviously, it's going to come out sometime this year. So as we get closer, we'll get more details as to exactly what that USB-C port can do uh, with the iPhone. Well, uh, then I'm I'm going for the 14. I had uh, somebody had told me, or (laughs) there was a rumor that, and I love Apple, that uh, Apple was, the phone was dying because Apple (laughs) was buying a new phone. But hey, from, I've had the 8, it's, it's been great. I've had two 8s. But now it's the 14, I guess. Yep. Well, I, I was going to say, just to allay any of your fears, the, the last time I saw like a really earth-shaking difference between in the iOS uh, was uh-huh. in the transition between iPhone 2 and iPhone 3. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> you know, other than, you know, fonts and other window dressings and your ability to customize the, you know, the, the, the font in the login screen or whatever, um, you know, that I haven't seen... Actually, you know, let's see. Uh, AirDrop was a big. That was a big yeah. development. I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the universal clipboard um, is pretty cool. Although um, I've never, I haven't like had the mm-hmm. uh, discipline to really use it much. Um, you know, because I, you got to be on the same Wi-Fi network as the device that you're using it with. And um, but uh, yeah, I think you should be just fine. And the one thing I was going to chip in on the uh, on the battery <laughs> use issue is that. Uh, the the pattern seems to be um, the phone will come out, it'll be okay, then an update comes out, and the update kills the battery life, <laughs> and then Apple scrambles around and they figure it out, figure out what's going on, they fix it, and another update comes out, and um, <laughs> so you know it, it's it's a little bit predictable uh, in my opinion, and yeah. um, but let us know how the fourteen. Well, is. I was gonna say, what yeah. about the uh, uh, SE? I haven't didn't they get a refresh recently? I do not know about that. Okay, I yeah. thought the SE got a, a refresh recently. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. it just—it depends and on your—it depends on what you want to use it for. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, and the thing is, um, I like the eight just because it fits in the pocket. But somebody told me that the, the fourteen there's a certain size and it would fit in your pocket because uh, I don't like it in the back pocket. I'm afraid somebody's going to grab yeah. or fall out. So. Yeah. Well, I, I know <laughs> this that Carhartt has changed the specifications on the phone pocket. Um, to address this issue, so <laughs> yeah. So the SE was uh, last released uh, March of 2022. 
And the fourteen wow. and the fourteen yeah. was September of twenty twenty two. Well, just as long as you can get in my regular jeans, that's good. Yeah, and right. uh, thanks yeah. for the for the history that you just told about Geek yeah. Speak. So continue right. on for another forty years, you are, guys. Are you still okay? doing your show, Peter? No, no, I'm not. I'm you know traveling a little, little bit more, but uh, I'm still I'm still a great supporter of K and K. Okay, love it. And I listen to it, and I always call into all the DJs, all right, new and old, and tell them how good they're doing. Okay, well, when you find your idle hands about to get into trouble, you just you just come on back because uh, okay, you know, it's the only only person I've ever heard play "It's a Beautiful Day" on the air, and um, so. <laughs> yes. Good. Thank you. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Take care, Peter. Bye-bye. You're listening to GeekSpeak on KDNK, 970-963-2976. Call in with your questions. Oh, the phone upgrade saga. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh... So, Marty, why have you, why have you held, because you're, for the most part, pretty much of an Apple guy. Um, what, what's this whole pixel thing? I mean, where does that come from? I don't, I just liked it because I was doing Android early okay. when it first came out. And uh-huh. then, uh, you know, they had all the, because it was open, well, not open source, but you know, it, it wasn't as much as controlled environment as, as Apple at one mm-hmm. time. And yeah. that was attractive to some people. And, uh, yeah. then when Google came with the pixel, it was so clean and mm-hmm. just, just does everything you want. So. Got it. And I'm waiting yeah. for the, I'm actually going to wait a couple of versions. I'm late waiting for the fold because they're going to. Rumored mm-hmm. to have a, a fold coming out because I, I love those foldable I've phones. I've seen this, yes. Yeah, yeah. so that's going to be my next purchase a couple of years down the road yeah. when that comes out. You know, I like uh, Google's cloud technology. I find it quite ex- quite usable. Um, you know, like you said, though, it is not as uh, it, it's not nearly as locked down as Apple's. You know, cloud tech. You know, it's but you know, Steve Jobs is still calling the shots from beyond the grave. You know, <laughs> so what can you say? <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, I just installed a couple of the uh, new iMacs, and um, I'm very impressed with those machines. Uh, very nice, very trim, and, um, you know, speedy as all get out. So, so. in terms of uh, the new iMacs, do you think the uh, you should wait another version on the, on the, the chipset, or is it it's pretty solid now? Well, uh, in, all, in all fairness, um, the, the couple that I've installed, I think one was a refurb M1 uh, 2021, and the other one was a brand new... 2020 and um they both were spectacular so um so i mean it all depends and you know it's less than i think the it was less than 1200 bucks the the refurb was just a little over a thousand so um and of course it was in fantastic condition you know i I mean you can never tell what the the difference between a refurb and a brand new one with apple stuff you know so anyway yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of like wanting to get one of those. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know the new Mac. The they recently came out with the next version of the Mac Mini with the M2. Mm-hmm. And it puts the Mac. Uh, let's hear the uh, Mac Studio in a kind of an interesting place because the high end Mac Mini is approaching the mm-hmm. the entry level of the the Mac. Uh, studio mm-hmm. and they're supposed to become the mac pro without the uh intel uh chip is supposed to come out sometime this year i believe mm-hmm. and those like the mac studio and the mac pro don't you like you have to get a mortgage to buy those or something that, uh, start you know? the mac studio starts at two grand oh okay. and that's I, not bad and the mac 
Pro, I think six, like 6,600, somewhere in there, okay. 6,400, something right. like that. And then it goes up to, I think if you max out all the options, I think it's like 135,000 or something. So, yes, a mortgage. <laughs> wow. If you yeah. complete, you know, it's like uh-huh. a terabyte and a half of, of memory mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Well, let's see what else is going on out there in the world. Um, Matt was just uh, mentioning that uh, we we kind of passed over Universal Backup Day, World Backup Day, March World Backup th- Day, March thirty first. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I went and ran my manual backup scripts. Okay. All right. Well, I, it's not. It's never too late, right? Never too late. I always. Go, run, I can always... go home and back up right now if I want to. Yeah. Okay. Good. Exactly. That's good. So it's like uh, uh, World Password Day. You need to, uh, or International Password. I can't remember the, what they call it, but uh, it's like you really shouldn't change your password on the change your password day. You should, you should pick a, a random day, like you know, fifteen days plus or minus of yeah. the password day, so that hopefully they don't know when you're actually changing your password. I was gonna say you really think that the hackers know? I mean, that, I mean, do they have the bandwidth to, to monitor? Oh, know, I don't know. Fifteen million people changing their passwords all at once. Well, that's so. probably the, that's the that's the the bandwidth is the easy part. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, getting all those getting fifteen million devices compromised is probably the hard work part of it. Yeah, well, you know, I gotta say, going back to the whole backup thing, um, I I don't know if you've noticed this, but a couple of years ago, if you know somebody's computer is acting up and you had to ask that question of you, you do have a backup, right? And the overwhelming majority of people would say, uh. Well, I haven't plugged it in in a few months, and then when you actually plug it in, you find out that a few months this is, is actually like eighteen, fifteen months or something. <laughs> it's like I, I think the last one of those yeah. I did was like that. It's like oh, I plugged in a couple months ago. Oh, it's been a year and a half. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to deliver upon our listeners like the biggest no duh of the world, and that is that <laughs> the backup drive only works when it's plugged into the mm-hmm. computer. It's it's not a telepathic device. And um, but I, I was going to say, you know, in the interest of being positive, that. Um, overwhelming number of people anymore are going, yes, I do have backup. I mean, people are getting it, mm-hmm. you know, and enough people have been burned or enough people I say have they have, or they have talk like, about it. Or um, they have a, an online service that they have access to. And mm-hmm. It takes keeps track of that, although yeah. it's get, getting better with, uh, like, iCloud and mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft 365 and things yeah. like that makes yeah. it way easier. Although as long as you don't get compromised, then you're not worried mm-hmm. about backup so much as you're worried about being compromised. Exactly. But still having the data in a data center somewhere yeah. is is very useful. Exactly. So, Marty, do you still have your uh, little MacBook Pro? Or um, what, what do you Oh, I'm com- due to computing up- upgrade, yeah. yeah. Yeah, mine's it's pretty tired. So. Got it. And, and, and like you're talking about the uh, furbished uh, computers from Apple, yeah, they're amazing when you get a refurbished one. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why I was asking about the chipset, if, if I should wait for the M2 or just go ahead with the M1. Yeah. No, these were all M1s and they were good. So, so do you um, do you use uh, Google like a iCloud Drive to back your? Do you keep your stuff in iCloud Drive? Yeah. Do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. You know, I, I got to say that as much as much as my biggest beef with Apple is that the questions that they ask about a File Vault and b uh, iCloud Drive are people generally tend to just click the yes button because they just want to get back to their computing. And um, so I, I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, file vault. I don't know what, you know, what, what your take on it is. Well, my take is, is if you're going to turn it on, make sure you save the backup code. 
Yeah. Period. Yeah. There's a when you because I I just upgraded some computers the other day, mm-hmm. and it was like it was kind of like wanted to be on by default, uh, with the latest upgrade. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and it comes up and says, you know, if you it says here's your, you know, it's like a 25 or 30. I didn't count, but it's it's a, a relatively long string yeah, of. It's like five groups of five. Yeah. Whatever, so yeah. 25. So it's, it looks like a Windows. Windows activation code kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, you absolutely make sure that you have that saved mm-hmm. in three or four locations, uh, you know, yeah. s- somewhere. So uh, if you forget your password or if something else happens, you have that uh, and make sure you have and probably have it on iCloud uh, mm-hmm. unless your security uh, preferences don't allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. Then you'll have to do encrypt it somewhere else. Yeah. And you just put it in a text file right in your iCloud drive called My Backup Code, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I was going to say that uh, – what was I going to say? Um, well, I've just noticed that when things go sideways, um, if a drive is encrypted, you know, file vault's turned on, that you're basically the chances of getting things back under control – um, are less. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> no, it's, it's the option's going to be more of a pull. It's going to be. So, the option is wipe it. Yeah. Reinstall. Set it back up. Hope load you, everything. Hope you had iCloud Drive turned on. Right. Right. Hope you have a backup. Yeah. Uh, your backup plan is done well. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what that music means. Thank you for sticking around, Modern Marty. Always a pleasure. Yeah, man. You're, you're yeah. like our anchor in here, man. You like, <laughs> yeah. Keep us from spinning off too far. We'll be back on April 17th. You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host, Matt McGriff from Roaring Fork Help Desk. And Stu with the Ludica, the computer guy, and Modern Marty. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. You're welcome. All right. See you in a couple weeks. Yep.